Mr. Compact. I'm the Compliance Evangelist, and I'd like to welcome you to the month of May, one of the month series on operationalizing your compliance program. And this month, I will focus on the use of your human resources function to help you operationalize your compliance program. This month, my sponsor is Advanced Compliance Solutions. Advanced Compliance Solutions is your one-stop shop for all compliance-related services. Uh, Advanced Compliance Solutions has a new, exciting service offering called the Compliance Alliance, which is a three-step program that will provide you and your team a background into compliance and the FCPA so you can consider how your product or service fits the needs of the compliance officer, the compliance practitioner, and the compliance professional. It includes a boot camp, a podcast series, sponsorship, and an in-person training. Each section builds on the other and provides your customer service and sales teams with the knowledge they need to have intelligent conversations with compliance officers and decision makers. When the program is complete, your teams will be armed with the knowledge they need to sell and service every new compliance client. Interested people should contact myself, Tom Fox. In the evaluation of corporate compliance programs issued by the Department of Justice, there was a section on incentives and discipline. This spoke directly to the need of the HR function and compliance or several other uh, parts of the evaluation which speak to the integration of compliance into your HR function to fully operationalize your compliance program. Each day this month, I will be exploring a different way for you to operationalize your compliance function through the HR function. I hope you enjoy this series. This is Tom Fox. Thank you very much for listening. Day 14, hiring a chief compliance officer, developing the job profile and criteria. What should a company do when it desires to hire a chief compliance officer? thought about this from the HR perspective when I sat down and recently visited with Maurice Gilbert, the managing partner at Concilium Partners LP, one of the country's top compliance executive and related search firms. Gilbert believes that it behooves any company to find the right CCO or compliance practitioner for the position at their company. But to do so, the company needs to fully understand and appreciate what it needs from such a position before going forward. Unfortunately, many companies do not have this insight at the beginning of the recruitment process. The re recruitment process often begins with a company-supplied job description, which is typically a legacy of various things that are not even updated. It's a hodgepodge of things that maybe began a few years ago, but it needs to be updated to reflect what's going on at the company at this particular moment. You have certain business risks. You have certain regulatory risks. You need to be attentive to those risks so that you can build your profile out about what those risks are and how they need to be addressed presently. However, what you're trying to do is get a job description is more than simply a litany of things that's quite disjointed and doesn't even make sense. The beginning point is to bring the key stakeholders into an initial meeting to help them understand the, this process. This is where HR can play such a key role as they are typically involved in internal hiring. But you need to think about what the company really needs and what not, not what you simply you've posted before. So the first step in do so is developing an appropriate job profile. 
you ask the key stakeholders for a list of four or five things they would like a new hire to accomplish in their first year of employment. By limiting this number, it ends not only unrealistic expectations, but winnows down the inevitable laundry list of, gee, we'd like a professional chief compliance officer to accomplish 30 things in the first year, many of which, of course, are inconceivable and have to be done in the process over a process of several years. When you're listening to this response, you can counsel about what makes one thing you can develop at this initial meeting is how you want a uh, you as a company want a chief compliance officer to spend the first two or three months in evaluating staff to see if there was an appropriate place for that staff and the rest of the. You may also want a chief compliance officer to perform a comprehensive risk assessment as well. It's not simply. It's simply not realistic to expect such disparate and time-consuming tasks to be performed quickly, all while, all the while, while the new CCO is expected to travel across the company to introduce themselves and to meet the key players outside the United States. Another important issue in this, uh, in the initial consideration for the hiring of a CCO, is the professional growth opportunities that the company will present to any candidate. This is something that many companies do not appreciate in the hiring process. Yet, a company that's trying to get a seasoned executive to leave a position will need to have an attractive package ready to present. It's more than simply salary and benefits. You have to be able to show what's the career growth options, what's a person steps in and does a good job for three or several years. You have to capture that data. You also have to be able to explain what's the culture of your company. What is the culture of the compliance department? What are the hot buttons in the management strategy? What around hiring? What about hiring authority? What's going to be the overall authority and resources of a chief compliance officer going forward? How does that person like to interact with individuals? A final query is the sourcing of candidates. Here you'll need to consider if there are any particular competitors or companies which, the client, which a company feels are hands-off or the sourcing of candidates from. For many companies, they are not clear on what they want a new CCO to accomplish or have not gone through this. They'll need to commit the resources to have these goals accomplished. It also demonstrates the communication flow facilitated on the part of both parties <clears throat> to have a realistic expectation of the role of a new compliance officer. It also demonstrates the collaborative nature and operationalization of this. If you think about that type of collaboration between the business units on what they would like to see in a CEO, CCO, what they'd like to see that CCO accomplish, and the hiring requirements for a top-level CCO, it can all point towards greater operationalization. So the key is to develop a job profile and present this to a company going forward. It will uh, facilitate the process as many companies have previously viewed the compliance officer's position as simply a regulatory position. As such, many lawyers were hired, not so much to be Dr. No from the land of no, but to really step in and from a regulatory perspective. However, I think we're far past that, and those who only want to hire lawyers are really missing out on a wide variety of compliance-related talent that is available from the internal audit world, from the business process world, from the internal control world, in addition to the legal world. Uh, reading a balance sheet is certainly an important part of this, 
but more important is the ability to understand and work with, work collaboratively to operationalize the business process of compliance. And this is what a company needs to think through that they probably have not done so in the initial hiring process. So what are today's three key takeaways for hiring or starting the process to hire a new CCO? Number one, bring in your key stakeholders to flesh out the job description. Number two, consider the top things, the four or five top things you would like a new CCO to accomplish in the first year. And finally, number three, for a new CCO to succeed, the company must have a realistic expectation developed before the process begins. I think you can see by going through this process, you have tied all of these three key takeaways directly into the hiring process, to the operationalization of your compliance program, and whether the new CCO will really even stand a chance of succeeding or is being set up to fail. If you have unrealistic expectations about what a new CCO will do or bring to the table, those unrealistic expectations will most probably not be met. So by putting the time and effort into the process at the start, before beginning even interviewing, you can see how not only will you more fully operationalize this entire hiring process, but you'll more fully operationalize compliance into the business units and the stakeholders who have provided the information to you to help you guide the job description, job profile, and the criteria. This is Tom Fox. Thank you very much for joining me for Day 14, and I hope you'll join me tomorrow for Day 15 of One Month to Better Compliance through HR. This is Tom Fox again, and I'd like to thank you for listening to this episode of One Month to Operationalizing Your Compliance Program through the use of your HR function. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I hope you will rate it on iTunes as it would help our ratings and also get the word out about this seminal one-month series that I'm doing in 2017. Also, if you have any questions, please feel free to email me at T-F-O-X, that's T-Fox, at tfoxlaw.com. Finally, I hope you will join me again. This is Tom Fox. Thank you again for listening to this episode. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.